This is Gray Man Media Content. Hello everyone for Gray Man Media. I am your host, Devin Gray, and this is Down to Earth with Eric Lynham. Eric is a stand-up comedian, seasoned podcaster, and even plays in the University of Louisville's marching band. He's performed stand-up all around Louisville, and his podcast, Everyday People, has attracted over 500 listeners. And he is partnering with Gray Man Media to produce a new show for the channel. Find him on Instagram at eric.entertainment.inc. Eric, how the hell are you? I'm doing immaculate, dude. That's going to be my word. Immaculate? Immaculate. I love it. I love That's it. Fucking awesome. So you so we've we've got some prepared questions. Prepared for you. questions. All right, you sound like beginning of everyday people, Eric. Before he was able to have an actual conversation with people. Go on. Ask me that fucking question. We we've got some we've got some questions, and these are questions that have been sourced from your peers. Everybody wants to know. Mm-hmm. Walk me through your rocky college time between dropping out, not taking classes. Would you have rather left college earlier, or would you have tried to stick it in? Blank. Uh, if I wanted to be like every other schmuck, or my honest opinion about like college. Yeah, your honest opinion. So this is down to earth. So I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm kind of happy that it happened to me because it made me who I am. Yeah, it broke me down and made me sit down and think, what do I want to do? Why do? Why was I even in college in the first place? And it wasn't even because I wanted to be there. It's because my parents were like, "Yeah, you gotta graduate college. You gotta do good." Like I didn't do good in high school because I didn't want to be, like you know, I didn't think you know, I'm I was smart, but I didn't want to put in all the work in school. School was just like, blah 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 blah. You gotta know all these stupid shit and like you know. And so when I got to U of L, I didn't get any scholarships. I worked at UPS, and so I was like, ah, this fucking sucks. So I quit UPS before. The bowl trip, you know, uh, to Disney. And uh, I was just, I quit going to classes after October. Of? Of 2019? 2016. 2016. 2016, yeah. Okay. That was my freshman year. Okay. The first year I was ever at UofL. Okay. And then I, uh, fuck, I'm literally, this feels like I'm stepping out and looking at a past, uh, like a completely different person. Wow. Yeah, it feels weird. So I, I, I stopped going to classes and I was like listening to like sad, like different music. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't bond with any of the people because they were like so older and they knew what the fuck they were doing. Mm. I couldn't, I couldn't fathom. I didn't even get into the school of music. I didn't find out why till this year. Really? Like, yeah, I was going through my old emails and I found like one of them is like, yeah, uh, your grades sucked, but you were really good at tuba. So that made me feel really good about myself because I was like, damn, I'm a terrible tuba player. And so I was like depressed this whole fucking time. And then I found out that it was like, it wasn't because I was a bad tuba player. It's because I was like, I didn't do well in school. So I could have been a music major. So imagine that. I yeah. would not be the same Eric. Anyway, after I like, you know, dropped out, I was like, damn, I got to pay back UofL. And I was like, you know, being honest, I was like, I have to pay back. I can't kill myself if I end debt because that would just transfer the debt on my family. I don't want to do that to them. Yeah. I'm already late. You know what I mean? So I was like, I have to just pay off this debt and we're going to figure out what happens after that. Right. So I paid off the debt. It took me like from, uh, it took me a year. It was like $4,000. It wasn't even like, uh, it was static. Right. And so I was lucky. I didn't take out any loans. And so I, I did it and I was like, you know, I miss marching band. It was really fun. I was working at Kroger the whole time, you know, making friends how I can, you know, talk to people. I wanted to bang this 43-year-old coworker of mine, but we'll <laughs> we'll talk about that later. She was hot. You know. <laughs> what? Yeah, she was she was 43 years old and she was like 
I was like, damn. And so I told her I wanted to fuck her, and then we became friends. <laughs> yeah. So that happens a lot. That's a trend. That's a trend. I become friends with the people I wanted to fuck. So I don't fuck them. So, so this is your second time dropping out. This is, this is going to be my second time dropping out. This is your second time dropping out. And, and so just to kind of echo the question I asked earlier, do you wish you would have realized that college wasn't for you earlier, or are you happy with, with I'm what happy with you got out of it? I'm happy okay. with the way I – because like, I, I, after I dropped out the first time, I didn't feel like I did what I needed to do. Sure. I didn't join that fraternity that I wanted. I didn't meet the friends I needed. I didn't – you know, push myself to the very brink of like doing my best, you know? So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do it again. So when I came back in 2018, I was just like, all right, I'm going to do what I wanted to do in the first place. Instead of being meek, mild, you know, every now and then loud, Eric, I was going to be loud. I'm going to be Eric, Eric, you know, be myself. That's the best way you can do it, man. Yeah. It It was fucking, it was one of the best things I've ever did for myself. So this this is this question comes from me because I actually don't know this part about you and this is one of my favorite things about Down to Earth is that you know uh, my my listeners get to know my friends but also mm-hmm. I get to know a little bit more about you. Okay. What were you originally going to school for? What what was you, what were you majoring for? What what were you what was the end goal? Since I didn't get into uh the school of music, I was pre-music. So I was just taking some classes. So I was I would have been uh bachelor of arts. Okay. <clears throat> How does that break down? How does that break down? I'm fucking no. I didn't well, like like if you had if, <laughs> if you had never gotten into the school of music, but you had actually gotten a a, a arts degree, like what would you're asking the wrong dude? <laughs> I okay. promise you, that's fair. That Eric had a completely different plan. You were just taking classes just to take classes. Yeah, I was just you know ready to go for my second round of like auditioning in. So you were. You were mostly going to school, correct me if I'm wrong, to to please your parents the first time around. First time around, I was going to school to, like, experience college and please my parents. You know, I was going to do all the fucking stupid shit that college kids do. Because, like that you see on movies and shit? Yeah, hell yeah, bro. It was like, <laughs> I actually did that. It was the first time I ever made out with anybody. Yeah? She bit me. <laughs> she fucking bit me. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're going to talk about that later. Okay. We're going to talk about that later, but go on. Oh, about what? She bit me over like like college experiences. It's college experiences. So it's just like I did I did most of the shit that I wanted to do, but I I didn't know I had like major depression. Yeah. I had depression at the time and I didn't know how to like properly deal with it. Like I I I wish that like the black community would accept that it's a thing and that they didn't they don't have to be as strong all the time and they could just be honest with themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I want to talk about that a little bit more in our second segment. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I, I want to get I want to get back into so so were you in the class these random classes that you were taking were you were you getting any kind of benefit out of them? Fuck or, no, fuck no. no. You were just literally Bro, wasting money. Basically, I was, I was wasting money. I just wanted to be in college to be in college. I didn't even get you to live on campus. You wanted the experience. Yes, I want. That's that's what the I've noticed. I've want to experience things in life. Like I don't want I don't care if I'm like doing a 9 to 5 job or whatever. As long as I get to do what I want to do. As long as I'm in control of my own life instead of like, you know, like 
I had a kid in 18 or, yo, you know, I had to take care of these people. Like I have to, you know, pay off this debt or like, I, that's the, my main goal right now. If I get out of debt completely and I'm clean, I'm green, 100% green. I don't know what I'd fucking do. You don't have any, any plans if you get green? If I get green, oh, fuck, that'd be so good. <laughs> I'd be all over the world, bro. That's that's fair. Um, what 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 were some of the challenges that you had, um, even after you got into the school of music and you were, you know, I, d- I didn't get into school of music. I never got in. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So you, but you got into the marching band. I got no, no, no. It's not an audition process. You just sign up. It's a class, and you get paid for it. Right. Did you get to do that your your first time around? Yeah, my first time around. I totally got to do that because it was just you know everybody got to do that. Did you do that in high school? I totally. I marched for three years in high school. Wow. What'd you play? Fuck high school, Eric, by the way. I played the tuba. The tuba? Yeah. It took me a while to where, get to the tuba. Where did you go to where did you go to high school at? I went to Ballard High School. Ballard. What was that like? Uh <laughs> freshman year Eric Ladies Nathan. and gentlemen, he just rolled his ass. <laughs> freshman year Eric Nate should have been should have been expelled. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> freshman year Eric should have been expelled. The way oh my god. Uh <laughs> And then sophomore year, it was like, you know, focused. That was the first time I was focused. But then I started huffing gasoline. Really? I huffed gasoline for a hot minute. Because, you know, I was like, I saw the, like, fucking lawnmower then. I was like, unscrewed the cap and like, and I huffed it. And I heard, like, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Eric, as an individual who has done quite a few drugs, including that type of thing. Yeah. Bad. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> that's why I'm like fucked up right now. Like, so, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I stutter sometimes and like, I, I fucking can't remember shit because I huffed for like a solid two months. Not good. I know. I stopped. I'm glad I stopped. Me too, but dude. Shit, you'd, be that dead, was, you'd be dead under a, a fucking bridge right now. That shit was so good. <laughs> oh my God. Look, bro, Redacted. I would hear. Redacted. I would hear shit from all the way from like. The highway, and I was like behind an elementary school. And one time, my parent, my mom almost called me. <laughs> she was like, "My no, my, my dad." He was walking outside, and he was like, "Yo, what's up, Eric?" I was like, "Ah, what's up, Dad? Ah, uh, this lawnmower is looking great. Huh? How much horsepower I got, Dad?" <laughs> and shit was like, man, I was addicted. I was, I was addicted. But you know, I was practicing my tuba. Every, I say, you know, a lot. I was practicing my tuba a lot, and that was like, it's, uh, tuba was my life. I miss playing tuba. It's. Well you, well, you play what now? I play the sousaphone. I don't play tuba ever. But isn't isn't it similar? It's not the same. Oh, it's not it's the not same. The same. You're playing pop tunes and shit on that shit. You don't play. So the majority, the majority of my um, listeners, they yeah. don't do band or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So so would you explain that band? Well, just what the what's the difference between? Because the way you described it to me is like a big tuba, right? Okay, I'll lie to you. Okay, it's just, just be <laughs> simplistic. They. So have the same rules, but they don't like have the same ability. Okay, Sousa's phones are naturally like out of tune and like takes forever to like be in time and shit like that. A tuba, tuba is specifically crafted to lift the rest of the ensemble. Imagine, okay, imagine this, right? So, um, the rest of the ensemble is like people in an elevator, and they press and tuba either lifts them up. Or takes them, them down. down. Okay. So when the tuba, and then there's another way to describe it. So the tubas can like cover or like push and uplift everybody. Okay. So so if that's the role of the tuba, what's the role of the of the sousaphone? Blah, 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 blah. 
the role of sousaphone is make noise is to be the baseline and keep tempo. Oh, okay. We having off beats is fucking rare. So like, it's uh, the people. Yeah, Devin just uh, snorted real quick. <laughs> That's what that was. That's why he was mute. He didn't get to hear him go. <laughs> but anyways, way to call me out. <laughs> I don't. I don't give a shit, Devin. <laughs> so the sousaphone is, you know, has the same role, but it's totally different because it's like harder. You have to carry that shit, and you have to like breathe hard. Some people aren't in time, and some people aren't in tune. Some people never fucking played tuba before, and so it's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy playing sousaphone, but I, man, do I miss playing tuba classical music? Holy shit! Are you any? Are are you at all interested? This is this is off topic because I, I feel like you covered exactly what I was trying to get at with with because me when you explain to me what a sousaphone is and you describe it as a big tuba, and then I see marching bands on TV and stuff, yeah. it looks like a fucking tuba yeah, yeah. to the normal person. Yeah, yeah. But my, my, the majority of my listeners are, are not band guys, so they don't understand, so I'm glad that you covered that topic. Yeah. But I do want to ask you another thing that, that was suggested to me by one of your friends, which okay. was it, it, college-wise. Okay. Are, are there any organizations that you're interested in right now? Interested? What do you mean organizations? Interested in? That was the the language I was sent. So you got to work with that. Organizations <laughs> I'm interested in. Well, I was a part of philosophy club my freshman year in college. Philosophy club. Philosophy club. Eric, I'm I'm not gonna lie. That's, I mean, on the surface, you don't seem like a philosophy guy. I'm very into philosophy. Really? Because I like to learn and I like to see different walks of life. Mm. I just kiss the mic, so. <laughs> You got to give it like an inch, dude. No. And you're also getting really loud, so at times you peak and your microphone cuts out because I can see it right here. Okay, so they missed some of my uh, important talks points. It just sounds echoey is all. Sounds echoey. Okay, I'll stay back here. I'll try to stay. I'll try my best. (laughs) You got me a little. Try to keep a little level. You got me a little fucked up right now. Really? Yeah. I gave Eric three shots before we started to lose I was fucking. Tell him what you gave me. Jim Beam. Yeah. Yeah, just normal gym. It's Do you know how much 40%. I weigh? Do you know how much I weigh? Eric, you told me this was fine. <laughs> yeah, I told you this was fine so I could get to drink. <laughs> Don't blame me then. Yeah, so uh, what, would you, what was the question again? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we were talking about uh, you being in um, philosophy. Uh, philosophy club, yeah. Philosophy club is one of my favorite experiences that year because I got to talk about my, like, Ideas in life. There's this very religious lady, and she was sitting there, and she was like, "Jesus, Jesus, 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 you know, God, there is a God." And I was like, "But what if? <laughs> Follow me here, lady. What if there wasn't? Or like, I, I'm, I wasn't an atheist. I was just looking at it like this. Like, so I, I have an, I have actually an interesting insight into this because yeah. my wife, uh, when I met her, yeah, very God fearing woman. Yes, yes, yes. Um, she's still. She's still very much a, a, a believer, mm-hmm. um, but now she's very much more open to other ideas. Yes, yes. And I think that's really nice to see that progress come. Philosophy. Did you get any of that progress out of this whole woman? Oh, fuck no, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I was in philosophy club? I was philosophy club because I was fucking depressed and wanted to express my nihilistic opinions. Oh, okay. I used to be a negative nihilist, like nothing fucking matters. Yeah. Like there is nothing. At the end of the day, that is true. And nothing does matter. Nothing At the end of the does day. matter. But your life, your time, and your life right now does. But I thought of it like this: was like, what if I was positive about it? a positive nihilist? Yeah, like nothing matters. So why not just make things accepting easier? the reality, but enjoying your time while we're yeah, here? I fucking like, why enjoy my you? time. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, I just enjoy like doing all the dumb shit in life, you know. Yeah, I can be smart whenever I fucking want to. But how often is it okay to be dumb? It's generally socially unacceptable. Exactly. Like you don't really get to be like you know, yee yee or like, <laughs> like I like to ride the. I like to do dangerous shit, but not like, like life. Th- okay, maybe life threatening something. So basically, I like to ride in the back of trucks, stand up, and like scream shit. I like to party till dawn. I like to just like talk shit to random people, but like in a safe way. <laughs> I got you. I got well, you. I like to do all the dumb shit in life because you don't get to really enjoy that type of thing. Yeah, 100%. Um what do your friends and colleagues think of your pursuits? My pursuits? What do you think what do you think your friends and colleagues think of what you're what you're currently doing? Why am I supposed to care about what they think? Well, that's not what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously you shouldn't. That would be the healthy way to move forward. Like, okay, let me explain something to you real quick. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. ready for this. So, you know how people try to give me advice? People give me advice on what I should do all the fucking time. Sure. I don't care. I really don't care. Like, like I'll listen to it, and I'll think about it, but, like, at the end of the day, I don't it's care. It's your decision. Yeah, I'm just like, I want to do something fun. They're like, you gotta save your money. You gotta do this, this, and this. I'm like, if you if you don't if you pay your debt like this this much, but like I'm like, bro, but what if I fucking just dumped all my money? In it? Money does not matter. Money is a concept of man, and I don't really care for it. I just use it to means of an end. But anyways, <clears throat> I don't I don't really pay attention to what people give me advice unless it's like unless I want to. That's mm. what. That's how everybody is. Unless you want to hear it, you don't really care. So, so as, unless you come to somebody and say, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Yeah. Then, and but if it's unsolicited and they try to tell you what to do, yeah, you don't care. I, I don't. I don't get if I, if I don't ask you specifically something. If I tell you something like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this and this and this," and they're like, "No, you shouldn't do this," I'm not gonna listen. But if I come to you directly and I ask you. Then you give me that. You don't give me that when I don't want it. You don't like people don't understand that sometimes, and it's fucking stupid. I think that's that's universal. And I think the best thing I've noticed was when I like I hate I hate when people I go to people like, hey, what do you think I should do? Like, you know, I just I generally don't know what to do. They're like, bro, it's your decision. At the end of the day, I was like, I fucking know that. <laughs> I'm asking you for a fucking reason. Oops, help me out. I'm sorry, Eric. Yeah, Devin, it's okay. It's like I'm asking you what you think so I can see a different perspective than my own. That's why I'm asking you that I have a really question. I have a really bad uh habit of whenever somebody asks me for for like a advice on a should I do this or should I not do this, I have a really bad habit of instead of I'm a little fucked up. Instead of <laughs> <laughs> instead of telling them what they oh, should yeah. or shouldn't do, I always I give good examples and bad examples of why they shouldn't do either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, I think, is is smarter, but ultimately, I don't know. At the end of the day, you asked me for my opinion. Yeah, you just got to think like, if you were in my situation, I'm trying to ask you who, what, what Devin do. Yeah, and you've you've come to me multiple times with a like, hey, what what should I do? And I will always, I will never give you a straight answer, and yeah. I'll always, I will always end it with. It's ultimately it's up to you. That's so, like this guy. That's so saying, I'm sorry, like, Eric. <laughs> when it's people come to you, the single guy for a relationship, it's like, but you know, uh, do you, bro? I don't. That's <laughs> the incident. What was what was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, you answered it. You answered it. Okay, um, okay, good, 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 good. So, 
I think you found your place kind of after the first time you dropped out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you when you came back, I think you kind of found your place. Is that correct? My place is to entertain. Right, but but in your place at college. People. My place at college was to just experience shit. I'm not here to graduate. I'm not here to fucking do <laughs> any of that stupid shit. I'm here to experience life. Okay, all right. Well, going into that then, was there ever, have you ever per, or, or explored different careers or jobs oh, fuck no. out, outside of, of being like a comedian or a no. personality? No, 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 no. I, I figured out. Early on, I figured out hard labor is not for me. Sure. Because I worked at UPS, and I was like, fuck this. It's fucking stupid. Fair. Like, I worked at 8, I, worked, I went from going from, like, 10, 15 an hour working at UPS to, like, 8, 7, 25, 8, 75, and being happy with that shit. Because UPS fucking sucked. And so I was like, hard labor is not for me. And then, like, talking to people at Kroger led me to learn... I hate it. <laughs> Unless I'm like talking to them to get to know them, I hate it. So I was like, Kroger is like being. If you clerk. have to talk to them as like, it's your job. Yeah. If you have to be filtered, I want to be in control. <laughs> I have to be in control. If I'm not in control, fuck that. Like, <laughs> if a conversation goes off the rails, I'm okay with that. As long because I can, because if a conversation goes off the rails, I have the ability to like guide it. Sure. Yeah. You no, know? but like, uh, Having to like, when you know me, you know me, we work together. I'm yeah. like, every time a customer comes, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I just want to get paid to do nothing. <laughs> this is abundantly true. I, I, I will say this, Eric. I have been incredibly impressed with your performance because you, you know, we talked about what your paycheck was going to be. You almost hit four figures. Four figures. Um, and which was awesome. But you worked probably more than I've ever seen you work in my entire life. But yet your performance was honestly better than when I only work you like two or three days. Yeah, because I was like. You were earning every penny of it most of the time. Most of the time. There were a few times I caught you slipping, but most of the time you were were working hard. Yeah, because like I get bored at work. I get bored at looking at my phone, if you believe me. I believe that because I, I know that experience. Because <laughs> I get bored from like just sitting and looking at Because I you're just scrolling. Yeah, I'm just scrolling. And I'm you're like, not even looking at it. No, I'm just like, <laughs> bah, 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 Because I just like talking. To, that whole time you see me on my phone, I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. There's not a single person I haven't like really talked to. I reach out to. I like I will message people from nowhere just because I felt like it. Mm. People don't do that, and they're really scared. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that more. Um, yeah. But yeah. So for for my listeners who who aren't in you know band and stuff, yeah. um, that I think that it might be interesting and unique to you mm-hmm. um, is that have you ever played any other instruments like did, did you ever do any like outside of brass like uh, did you ever do any woodwind or I sing, you sing I sing, did you sing in like a choir or something I did sing in a choir I was part wow. of singing cars man and we sang there's a meeting here tonight and I had a solo oh you missed solo. it and uh, thank you Stefan for allowing Eric to miss a solo. <laughs> No, I didn't miss the solo. I sang it. Oh, oh! it was before you came over. What, came over? What do you mean, came over? Came over here. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. It was during a concert, and they were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was today? No, 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 it wasn't today. I didn't oh, miss nothing. You said it was today. No, I, I had a solo in, well, I was in Cardsman, which was last fall. Oh, okay. So I would sing and it was like, there's a meeting here tonight. It's a really good song. You guys should listen to it. Um, and so I would go like, I would I would do like a thing. It was like old timey, like 70s where they, they go, Ooh, and like, you know, on top of that. So you would hear like the melody. 
and you would hear this like different like different voice and so it would like go on top of it and it would sound really good and so i was like yeah i felt i like i like spotlight i like spotlight a lot are you gonna do singing cardsman again no no why would i why would i come back to college is that a college Besides March Man, yeah, the King Cards Man oh. is like a college. I thing. thought that was like something Stefan specifically was, was organizing. Like, Stefan Stefan does so much. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> Stefan is As a man who prides himself on, on keeping busy most of the time, I am put into a corner when I talk about Stefan's schedule. So when so basically what Stefan is. Stefan is me if I actually tried. <laughs> if I actually enjoy doing a lot of things at one time. Okay. That's me. Yeah. I'm not trying to say, oh, Stefan's just calling at me. No, no. Stefan's a hard worker. He's one of my favorite people I've ever talked to. He's the only person that I feel like I can hold a 24-hour conversation with. He, he's the only one of, of in, in our circles that, that, Monty, that me and you share. He's the only one I haven't reached out to to be on the podcast because oh, he's going to be on here. Don't worry. About I, I know that for sure, but I'm intimidated by his schedule. I know he has next to no free time. He oh. has, he's trying to figure out how he's going to eat in between classes. Like his schedule is that. Yes, that definitely. The legend, the man, the myth, the legend. I found his card in Iowa, and he's never ladies been and Iowa. gentlemen. You can you can listen to an interview. Yeah. With Stefan, you can get to know this man before he's on Gray Man Media through Eric's podcast, Everyday People. Oh, everyday people's an okay podcast. It the content is fantastic. Listen, guys, be patient. The man's going places. He's got great content. We're gonna get in way more into that later, but later, later, yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure. Stefan's great. So, do you have any kind of crazy, like, college like party <laughs> stories? Give me, give me like your top two crazy party stories. Top two crazy. Okay, there was one the first year I came back. I had severe depression. I did not go to the doctor for it. You know, I went after, uh, you know, I went to a mental hospital like my freshman year, but it uh, didn't help too much. You know, they gave me like a week's worth of medicine. I just, but like 2018, freshman year, part two, electric boogaloo. I went insane at a at a party. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was drinking, drinking, drinking. I didn't smoke yet. I didn't start smoking yet. Um, Sidebar, when did you start smoking? When I started smoking in the summer of 2019 when I went camping. Wow, you're a newbie. Yeah, I'm a newbie. Continue your story. Um, but, like, um, after that, I just really, like, enjoyed the shit. I enjoyed, like, drinking. And then, I, I you know, Eric drinking in the beginning part, like, if I'm not too drunk, I'm very hyper. And I'm, like, I'm able to move and I'm loose as shit and I don't care about people's opinions, like, right now. Yeah, you're enjoying your, I can tell you're enjoying yourself. Yes, I love myself more than anything right now. So I'm like I'm like loose as shit, you know, I'm chilling. I'm like TJ can tell you when he first walked into the to a party, I was like really hot, uh, drunk at. He was like he was like I've you've made a noise that I've never heard you make ever in my life. And so after that and he's <laughs> and he's heard me at every level. Uh, I get really sad. I got really really sad and to the place to the point where I was like People were actually actively worried about me. Like a girl I had a crush on, like she was like, "Oh my god, this nigga's crazy." <laughs> like she's like, "This nigga's sad. I can't deal with it." And she got Nathan, my one of my friends, Nathan, to help me out. Nathan Witty, and he's like a big bro of mine. And and he 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 took care of me. He helped me pee at that party. He picked me up. I was like, "Bro, I gotta pee. Help me. I can't walk." And he, he started carrying me to the bathroom. I was like, "Thank you, Nathan." I started peeing. He was like. So that's why I will always have a place in my heart 
for Nathan. I don't really get mad or like, you know, people tell me stories that they don't like another person. I can't really get mad at them because at the end of the day, I know their core traits and I still love them. I can't hate anybody. You don't hate anybody. You get disappointed in them and their actions. So, but back to the crazy part. I was going to say to answer my question. (laughs) Yeah. To answer your question, Eric got really depressed. And so at the end of the night, I passed out on the couch. No, I didn't pass out. I was on the couch. I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. So I was like, I felt bad like that. Second one, that wasn't as bad because that was sad, Eric. You've never met sad, Eric. You Luckily. Felt, you felt, you've met like bummed out, Eric, or disappointed, Eric. Like, damn, I'm actually like, if I'm like, damn, I'm disappointed in this. It's because I'm taking it to the extreme. It's never that bad. Yeah. But like when I'm like drunk, I tell you the truth of real. Like I was t- talking about like how nothing matters. And if I died, it didn't matter. That's how I was like 2018. But 2019, Eric, bro. What was the craziest party ever? Okay. So, yeah. So, it was a Halloween party. Okay. The next year. 2019. Eric's a whole new man. He went to therapy. He gets medicine he takes. He smokes weed. <laughs> Bro, this Eric was fucking bang. At 2019, Eric, man, I would fucking smoke with that man. <laughs> so, 2019, Eric, what he did was uh, he went to a party. He dressed up as CJ from San Andreas. Okay. And I was like. Great game. Oh, fucking We'll talk about that later. If you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Because I got a whole spiel about that. Okay. It, oh man. So I, I dressed up as CJ's from San Andreas. And I, and I that's when I met my French friend, Joseph Pons. And he's, he was like from France. He was like, Eric, I fucking love you. And he was like, you're my homie. I was like, we're drinking, Joseph. And so he's like, oh, yeah, man. And so he comes over and he's like, yeah. So 2019, uh, like drunk party, Halloween, Eric. What happened was, <laughs> oh, I said I did a poem to Marquise at his D- birthday during party. This par- during no, this party, no, no, during his birthday party. But that's a whole other story. Like, yeah, I you're, you're all over the place. Get yeah. top two, top two, top two, baby. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Like a party, crazy college story. Crazy top college. two. Oh, crazy college story. Oh, okay. So my birthday this year. This year, uh, August 3rd, if anybody wanted to know, you missed it, you fuckers. <laughs> uh, August 3rd, I'm hanging out with my friend Jay. Jay's my best, one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. I slept over this man's house. I've ate. Uh, was that like three weeks in a row during quarantine? Yeah. I, yeah. Was, like, I was over there and <laughs> yeah. I was chilling. And uh, I was like, you know. Chilling over his house over like the day we ch- I chilled out from his birthday, which is like July 29th or something, all the way to my birthday, August 3rd. And we was like, Eric, we're going to go places, man. And so, <laughs> like, August 2nd, me and him go to this place. And it's like at, at this, uh, through a mutual friend of ours. And he, I didn't know anybody at that party. So I'm like, I show up. I go, I go, what's up, niggas? And they, <laughs> they were like, bro. And then all of a sudden, they get out this fucking uh, stoner. Starter pack, like every type of way to smoke weed. <laughs> right, it's like August second, seven p.m. Right, so I'm smoking so much weed. Oh, I'm smoking so much weed. I smoked out of a corn pipe. I smoked out of a bong. I smoked out of a blunt. <laughs> I smoked out of a cigarillo. I smoked out of like all the type of every way you can do weed. Right, I've done it. I did it there. And then they were like, it was like, I looked at the time. I was like, all right, seven. And then I'll, I blink and then I look back and it's 12 o'clock. I'm like, oh, 
I'm 22. And then they're like, oh, happy birthday, Eric, you're 22. Holy shit. I'm like, yeah, happy birthday, bro. I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay. And then I pass out at his place again. Right. And then I wake up. He was like, Eric, you have no idea what's going on. So I, I did something. I went over to Noodles. Went over to Noodles. And they were like, happy birthday, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jay picks me up. He was like, Eric, you have no idea what's going on. I for- We went over to Austin's. My Austin's place. Yeah. Austin Evans. Clifford. Clifford. And we smoke. I'm so happy that name caught on, by the way. We smoke a fucking blunt. And then we smoke a bowl. And the shit was wild. The shit was insane. So I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. This shit's hot. (laughs) So I'm high. I'm high. I've been high for approximately 18 hours. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then, you won't believe this shit. We go, we leave. I'm like, Jay, where are we going? I don't know where the fuck we're going. Because we found this dock. This dock out in Westport, Kentucky. I talk about it a lot. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. Tell our viewers. So, guys, don't fuck it up for me. (laughs) This dock out in Westport, Kentucky. If you sit there late at night, fish will start jumping. If you get there early enough, you'll see minnows like swimming right at the end of the dock. That's awesome. And it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Especially when you're smoking. Yeah. So, that uh, when I was smoking... Okay, got to go back to the Jay thing. So Jay's like driving me. He's like, Eric, you have no fucking idea what's about to happen. Holy <laughs> shit, Eric, you have no clue. I'm like, Jay, we're going to go to the nine. I already know we're going to go to the nine because that's where the friends are. They're like, Eric, you have no idea. So I was like, okay, whatever, Jay. I know we're going to the nine. So he drives around the block pretending not to like go there. You go to the nine like I fucking predicted. <laughs> and then I come in. They're like, happy birthday, Eric. And then I didn't see any of the fucking decorations. Like, yeah, I know this shit was going to happen. And then I see the cake. They're like, oh, my God. And it was in the shape of a penis. They put the candles <laughs> in the shape of a penis. I was like, holy shit. And they're like, Eric, we stole it. I was like, what? They stole me a fucking birthday cake. <laughs> they're like, yeah, it didn't have a price tag. So we just put it in the middle of the cart and we just went outside of Kroger's. I'm like, holy shit, I love you guys. And then I sat on the couch high as shit. And then I look up and I see 22, all the decorations. I'm like, holy shit. They, did, they took care of me, man. That's awesome. And so after that, it's not over. We smoke like blunt. We smoke like two blunts. Mm. And then we're like, they were like, Eric. We're about to go to the dock. I was like, a tear came from my eye. I was so prepared to smoke at this dock because this dock was the love <laughs> of my life. We visited it so many times. Because me and Jay found it by complete accident. Like, we were, like, driving. We go driving, right? I miss that so much from being young and smoking weed. Yeah, we just... Going for a drive, finding spots. Yeah, and he was just like, Eric, we have to smoke here sometime. And I was like, yeah. So we went to this dock while I was, like, high as shit. And so there's two types of strains we had. We had banana something and then OG Kush. And we and banana puts you to sleep, so we were supposed to smoke two blunts at the dock, but my one of my friends, uh, Adam, fucked it up because he gave us the, he drugged us he gave us the wrong one gave you the wrong strain he gave us the wrong Did strain he gave you the one that puts you to sleep yeah oh <laughs> we were at the dock I was like oh it's so beautiful I was like oh goddamn oh fuck so we were about to pass I was like god damn it Adam and so we were <laughs> high as shit oh okay actually important detail. There's this song by Tame Impala. It's called Past Life. Right? We're riding in this, like, fucking Kia or Toyota, whatever fucking car it is. Asian car. And it has a really good bass. And so we're driving down River Road. And then it's like, it's like a meteor's coming down. And when the bass drops, I'm smacking the fuck out of this mic. I'm so sorry. When the bass comes down, 
that shit was the best part ever. Because I found it completely by accident. Because we were sitting at like the walking bridge. This is this is interconnected. All going. It's to all coming point. together. It's all coming together. together. It was like we were at the walking bridge, high as shit. Me and my uh, friend Nick and Jay were like high as shit. I was, he was like, "Hey, look up a uh, past bump." Uh, I was like, "Oh, past life." I was like, "Oh, it's by Tame Impala." I was like, "From a past life." It's off their one of the albums, the same one as uh, "The Less I Know, the Better." Great song, great uh-huh. band. And and it was like, it's like a meteor coming down. And we were driving, and I was like, I couldn't hear anybody say this. I was like. Hold up. You're going to have to describe this face to me, okay? I was like... Wait, 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 wait. So our viewers can see it. We're going to post this picture on Instagram. All right. Got it. Got it. And so after it hit the first time, I that's what I remembered. Going there and then like smoking it. Coming back, I didn't remember shit. Because when when the they said that played it again, I didn't notice because I was like, I was like, I'm closing my fucking eyes. Then I passed out on their couch. It was, it was a great birthday. It was my favorite. I usually have bad luck on my birthday. So, I asked for two, yeah. but dude, that story yeah. was so in depth, yeah, and so long, yeah. That's the one you get. That's the one I get. <laughs> that was that. That was. I told you too. There was depressed Eric at the 2018 party. And this one. That's true. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that you didn't go to into depth with that one. Which is that, good. that one. I just you know, imagine you at your lowest point in life. That's it. I wasn't at a party. <laughs> I was not at a party. <laughs> Wasn't it listening to that Schoolboy Q song? That was pretty. Those are pretty sad moments. Yeah, sad yeah. moments. So I remember, um, sad moments make you. What was it? It was um, prescription drugs. drugs. Yeah, give me love. And then it was like it's when the, it cuts out of him doing his lyrics, and then the and then there's like the daughter going, "Daddy," and I don't know why, but because. At that point in time, when I first discovered that song, I was really deep into drugs and stuff. And I, you know, of course, I never did drugs around the kids, but it still hit. Yeah. It yeah. still hit, you know. Yeah. I'll come to your next question because I'm in a um, sidetrack, yeah. What, <laughs> you're good, but this is, this is kind of irreverent. Um, yeah. This is something that, that just came up with just because she thought it would be interesting. What's a question you would love to ask an astronaut? An astronaut. How is it like jacking off? <laughs> Why did you jack off on the way up? Cause I feel like what? That been a yeah, because it would have been hard. Because you would have felt all the pressure coming down from the like <laughs> when you're okay when you're you're going through so much so many G's of force that like it would have been basically impossible to get a boner because it like your blood you would not have been able to like get it up. So it'd been impossible. I, like I would have tried to jack off. I, I would have like you know how you like some days you just beat off and you just you know what I'm asleep with crusted dick you know <laughs> Perfect. Hey, yeah oh god <laughs> yeah it's just, it just happens you know what you need after after just busting a nut you need, liquid death you need electrolytes yeah. and where do you get electrolytes from liquid death liquid death mountain water <laughs> fucking love that i gotta try that so so when you come on for thoughts from the other ship i think that's what is that next week or maybe the week after um we will have some here oh really so you will get to try some liquid death we're gonna have to shotgun that shit <laughs> i want to be i wanted okay so little little side note i always wanted to be okay so a lot of people like to call me white because the way i act and how i'm like not like you know i'm from for, uh, i'm from like shiny park and so people expect me to act a certain way. I don't, and like I say that I like I have I'm luckily have both my parents, and I have a stable household, and I don't act the way people want me to act. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm me, 
So I don't act all like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to fuck your ass up. That did happen once. <laughs> That's because I was on my medicine and it just started. And you know how that makes you very like. I, I don't, but I'm sure people do. Yeah. So it was the first time I was on medicine. And so he threw something. I was like, oh, fuck your little ass up, nigga. I swear to God, you do that shit again. I'm going to fuck you up. I did that to Isaac. From work? Yeah, at work. Yeah, Isaac from work. Eric, Isaac would have clobbered you. Yeah, Isaac would have beat the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I was just so mad that like he threw it at me. I was like, nigga, don't you ever do that again in your life. I'll fuck your little ass up, nigga. I was like, who the fuck is that guy? So I was like, you've never seen me that angry before. What medication were you taking? I was taking uh, Bprofion or some shit like that. It's a pink pill. Mm. It's supposed to be an antidepressant. You can't cry on it. The only the only medication I was ever put on as like a permanent thing because obviously mm-hmm. I've had painkillers and stuff. But yeah. the only thing I was ever put on was Zoloft. Zoloft. That shit's weird. I didn't like it at all. Um, and and I was taken off of it pretty abruptly. And then and then I never went back to my therapist. You see, you see the or maybe psychiatrist. I don't know. I, this is the most stable you've ever seen me in my life. Are you on medication now? I'm on medication now. What are you on? I, I was supposed to be on trazodone, and I don't take the trazodone anymore. <laughs> what What's the What's the whole point of the of the medication? I have. What's it supposed to do? I have major depressive disorder or some shit like that, mm. and then I have like problems sleeping. Because like it's it's not because I have like actual problems sleeping. It's because I'm on my fucking phone talking to people. Yeah, but like I have problems sleeping, and then there's also like yeah, the depression. It really stems from me trying to help everybody, not being able to do it properly. Yeah, so that's all that really is. But I it also keeps my mind off of everybody else fucking suffering. The, the the things that we're talking about right now, I want to get into on the second segment. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep asking your other questions. Okay. Um. What is no 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 Keep, that's ask a, that's, it. no that's a second that's a second question. Yep. Um, mm, mm, who's your favorite comedian? Give me one. You have to narrow it down to one. That's what I'm making you. That's what this show's doing to you. Okay, I don't. Really, it's not that hard for me. It's always going to be Dave Chappelle. And why? It's because he is who I always like. He. He did. He's done everything I've ever wanted to do in life, mm. and I want to be. I don't want to be just like him. I just want to be able to say I have the same accolades as him. So not the fame. Oh not the fuck fortune. yeah! I want the fucking fame. Yeah, give but, me that shit. But what you really want is is the accolades. Accolades. Yeah. The the the. I can't. I, I can't be a basketball player. It's too late. I can't be a. <laughs> I can't be a model because I'm fucking busted. But like. Well, I've been called handsome Eric, before. you're gorgeous. Ah, oh, shit. I have dandruff right now. I haven't taken it. Just to get some salsa and blue, bro. My, my shit went away after No, it's not because blue. I don't, like, it's not because the shampoo doesn't work. I just don't fucking wash my hair. I usually work. Eric, I, you you're see, fucking gross. No, no, I'm not gross because I fucking work every <laughs> fucking day. Like, honestly, Devin, I wore the same <laughs> shirt and pants for like oh, two so weeks a, from working. It's a laundry thing. It's a laundry thing. Yeah, that's and rough. I, I come, I come home from work at like ten. I go to sleep, and then I wake up to go to work at like eight. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. And, and those times and that's in between, rough. And that time in between, like I don't even go to sleep till like two because I'm talking to people to catch up and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I like. And then when you get off at around four, you know, on your early days, you know, 
you're you're not you're not going. The, your first thought isn't, "Oh, I'm going to go home and do laundry." No, yeah, right. fucking. Never. I'm going. I'm going to do something. I'm going to go talk yeah. to people. I'm going to go hang out with. My Especially you as, a, you as an extrovert. Once you are 100 percent an extrovert, like yeah. you need other people for energy. I, if I don't have other people, it's I just get like weird. Yeah, you you vibe all, you 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 suck energy out of a group of people. Not to take say that you're taking away from them. But you are at your best when you're in a group of people. Hell yeah. When I captivate people, it's just great. But when there's another person that's like negatively doing that shit and it's like, I'm the center of attention. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't vibe with that well. Uh, yeah, I think that's why I wanted to have you on this podcast first. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. this podcast allows you to be the center of attention. Because, you know, when you're on Thoughts from the Mother Ship, you are not going to be the center of attention. You know oh, that? you can certainly try to keep it off me. but You yeah. are sharing a mic with four people. I know. It's just like, I'm not going to be drunk that time. So I'll know what to do. I'll behave. I'll behave. Can I read you a text message I just got from Austin Evans? Yes. The last time a Jehovah Witness wound up on my porch, I pulled out a shotgun and... Well, now he's witnessing Jehovah every day. LMAO. Elamao. <laughs> I'm very upset that I used that, but it's so good. Why did he say that? It's fucking funny. A dead Jehovah's Witness? Yeah. No. No, stop. When he opens stop. up the fucking door, gets Redacted. blasted by Redacted. a fucking shotgun. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> Would you like to know... Uh, oh my God. It's a penis-shaped shotgun, too. Oh, Eric. <laughs> Eric, if animals could talk, what would they say? Why did you try to fuck me the other week? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, if animals could talk, like, what? how many, what type of animals? Or is it just Pick your favorite. My favorite fish? <laughs> Ow, what the fuck? The fucking hook? A worm and a hook? Nigga, what? I was just trying to play hooky. <laughs> but no, like, animals would be like, yeah. Like, if you were to hear birds talk, I saw this meme. And like, yo, the birds sound immaculate this morning. Fuck me, daddy. Come over here and fuck me. Hey, old girl, let me fuck you. It's like that type of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our first intermission. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to be right back. When we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into Eric's personal life, uh, so stay tuned. Uh, he did not get to eat. He was not able to get to a lot of questions. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Yes, we are. Eric Lynham. I took another shot. Episode six. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we're about to get deep, so Eric's drunk, and it's going to get deep, so get ready for it, ladies and gentlemen. Eric, what is something... You believe or say to yourself that not everyone agrees with. Oh, oh, fuck. What? Mm -hmm. Say that again. Say that again. So what is something you tell yourself or something you believe about yourself that not everybody agrees with? Everything I do is under my power. I, I do everything on purpose. Elaborate. So, like... Whenever I'm like hanging out with my, he just took a fat fucking rip in the middle of the pockets. <laughs> How unprofessional. Vape. Um, so uh, everything I do is on purpose. Yeah, that's it. It's really that's it. Because like, even if I fuck up, I knowingly did it. I don't know how to explain it. Because like, 
I would be doing stuff. I know what I'm doing. Mm. When I fuck up, it's because I fucked up because I was thinking about something else. Okay, I don't call that an accident. That's fair. That's fair. So, so leading into that, yeah. What is something? What is something you might do differently if you knew no one would judge you for it? Mm. Well, one of those things people would just come up and talk to me about, and I'd be able to talk to him about it. But you know, because of uh, reasons I don't want to get, you know, too far into, too far into. Gotcha. So one of those, you so know, you know, you know, one of those things. Pick another one. Pick another one. So I would definitely openly like talk to other people like freely, like real boundless of religion, and just to, like be able to like commune with them. So go into that a little bit. What do you mean by that? So you, cause, cause you are a guy who talks to anyone about anything. So what do you yeah. mean by that? So like, are there restrictions? This, there's this taboo. Of, like, if you, like, support gay rights, you're gay. Or if you, like, support atheists in their time of need, you're an atheist or, like, stuff that like that. Is that a thing? That's a thing. People believe if you support gay rights, you're kind of gay. Why? Because they're stupid. I support gay gay people, and I couldn't be further from gay. I know. It's just weird. I don't understand that mentality. Listen, it's more of, like, I, I, I like to criticize Christianity a lot. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you're against a, a no. person who's Christian. No, I love them. Some of my best friends are Christian. And so I just I just criticize, like, the worst parts of everything. You can't criticize the good things because that means you could, and it might improve, but at the same time, it might get worse. Mm. That's an interesting point. That's an interesting point. So, so maybe not just criticizing, but maybe just realizing, maybe not... Like, recognize the problem. Yeah. Okay. A lot of the time, I think I'm actually right in some, some well, way. <laughs> yeah. Not in the sense, like, I, like, 100% genuinely believe that, like, my idea is, like, correct. Mm. Because people tell me all the time, don't change. I'm, like, pissed off at them because, like, that means you're happy with the way I am. Mm. And that there's no reason for me to prove, even though I know what's wrong. So, I'm an advocate for changing. Yeah. I I'm I I've said this on a on a podcast before. I don't know who I was talking to, but relationships, you know, and you can apply this this general theme to everything mm-hmm. in life, but relationships are really hard like, you know, a lot of people believe in like the soulmate or like true love or whatever. Mm. But the thing is is like when I, when me and Jessica got together, I truly believed that I had true love or I had found my soulmate. A couple years later, that that goes away. That initial feeling that goes away. Yes. And and relationships are hard <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. work. And if you want a long term relationship, and especially a marriage, you have to be willing to put in the work. Yeah, if you don't put in the work, then you're just lazy. If you're yeah, because every year you're a whole different person. Oh yeah. So you have to put in the work to fall in love with this whole other person. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. And you could apply that to anything. Yeah. Everything that you want to accomplish, if you want to accomplish it. It's going to take some hard fucking work. And for anybody to think otherwise is. Oh, to to actually give you something like what I think that other people don't know about me. that People think I'm a hard worker. Mm. It's not hard work. I just do what I want. And th- that's a key difference. Like whenever I'm at Noodles and Company. Yeah. People don't think I work hard. I work hard as fuck. 
See, we already talked about this because yeah. I already think that you've been working really hard, but you know, yeah, I, people just see me on there my are phone. A lot of people who who think they just about see you. me on my phone. It's like Eric just hates work. Eric just blah blah blah. Like, yeah, Eric, I what, hate work. Eric, what's one thing you hate? Work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking look. Look, you know what? Can I get into that? Can yeah, I get go into? for go for it. Please. All right, so. I don't hate work because I'm lazy. I just hate work because the idea of it, of me having to put stress on my body mm. to be able to survive, like for fucking paper, is fucking stupid. It it is a it is inherently flawed. It's the best system we have. Yeah, but yeah. it it is inherently flawed. But like me, Devin, you know me. Yeah, and you know I'm not supposed to be doing any of this. <laughs> like I like if I'm honest with myself. Okay, here's what I think every day. That people don't think I like I am. I think I should have been if I was working harder about being famous, then I would have been famous by now. Like I believe in my heart that I'm a I'm a, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> like at heart, I believe that I would be such a great celebrity. And so that I think that the, and and I don't think it it just comes from me because I've had conversations about what you're trying to do with some of your friends, and mm -hmm. I'm not gonna name anybody, but these people really care about you, and I think that a lot of them are worried because. You want to, you don't want to work too hard, and I understand exactly why you don't want to work too hard. Makes perfect sense to fucking me. Yeah, but at the same time, you you don't want to put forth a lot of effort towards the things that you do want to do. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are worried about you. Yeah, where people people worry about me because because they care. Yeah, <laughs> and it's weird. Well, you care about people, don't you? Yeah, of course I care about people, but and you want like, them to succeed, right? Yeah. Your friends want the same thing, dude. It's <laughs> fucking weird want. to think about. You, it is. It's a weird thing about human can, nature. Can I can I break that down real Please, quick? Please, yeah. So it's like, I think it's weird because I care about so many people and I do so many things for them. And like, one time, Austin had to sit me down. It was like, Eric, you keep, we keep hanging out and you keep leaving for other people. And it's like in the middle. Because I keep, I tell people when I'm hanging out with you, I don't want to do anything else. Hmm. Like he enjoys he enjoys the time with me, and he's all he got upset with me because I was leaving to hang out with somebody else, and so I didn't really realize what I was doing, because like I just thought it was my until he sat you down until he sat me down. He was like, "Tell me why he was upset," mm. and, and that's I, hard. Yeah, that's hard to come forward to somebody and be like, "Yo, this is why I'm upset." He was like, "Eric, you keep leaving me." You leave to hang out with other people. I'm, I tell people I do this for you all the time, and I just want to hang out with you. And I'm just like, I genuinely believe that, like, I'm supposed to help everybody that I can because every Frank Ocean put it best. Although you got Buku family, everybody needs you. Mm. Buku means a lot. Yeah, no, I, I understand. <laughs> I got you. And so I'm just like. Okay, whenever somebody texts me, hey, Eric, can you come over and hang out with me? And I'm like, yeah, I can. You automatically you. assume that they need you. Yes. Everybody needs you. I got you. Ooh, nani, nani. Ah, I fucking love nights. All right, nights so, so, okay. Mm -hmm. This is this is separate, but, yeah. it, it, but it's similar. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anyone you tend to compare yourself to? Whether that be somebody in your everyday life or somebody outside of your everyday life or a celebrity... Is there somebody that you compare your your measurement of success to? I'm trying to think. I don't compare myself to. I compare myself to my dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. He had a daughter at 18. 
And then he had a son at like 20 something. And then he like he has a house. He knows how to work on cars. He knows to do all these things. And what does his son do? He's a fucking softy. His son is a softy that cries over anything. And Sorry, like, Dad. And like my dad's one of the greatest. My my literally, I can. I'm gonna tell you this straight from the heart. All right, my dad's one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. And that's not me just saying that because of my dad. It's just me like seeing like I've hung out with so many people, mm. and I can you can respect this. Because I've actually, like, met almost, like... you met a lot of I've people. I've met a lot of people. A lot of people. And my dad is completely different. He's reserved. He knows how to speak. And he cares. And he does what he wants. So he, it's, like, it's not just from a fact that he's your dad. Yeah. It is from the fact that you've left the nest. Yeah. You've met tons of people. And your father still remains as, a, as one of the best I thought I'd had life. nothing in common with my dad for a minute. <laughs> Like, besides the fact that we love fishing and shit, I thought me and my dad had nothing in common. Until I sat down and thought about, like, what he does. My dad is the most caring man on the planet. Mm. And he doesn't know how to express it because of, you know, the bullshit, you know. I've talked yep. about it on our podcast. Let's say it together. Toxic masculinity. You didn't say it with mm -hmm. me, fucker. Sorry. Uh, well, I just... Yeah, you just I want know. you to have that moment. You want me to have that moment. So my dad, just like, he's not able to express his feelings fully. I'm not calling out my dad. It's just like. Well, it's, it's systematic. Yeah, it's systematic. It's a way, of, a part of the times. Yeah. So we were actually talking about that um, when we were, we were going to PNC earlier, you yeah. know, and we were talking about. Um, uh, I don't Cudi. remember that because I'm drunk. We were talking about Kid Cuddy. Yeah, Kid Cuddy. Depression. And, uh, and, and you were like, you know, it's, it's really kind of fucked up how, like, you know, you were like, I wish black black men would adopt the, you know, the acceptance of depression and that, that that's a mm -hmm. real thing. And, it is. and, and that's something that Kid Cudi has been advocating for, for a really, I mean, like since when, like when did fucking Man on the, Man Moon. On the Moon 1 come out? Oh yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. So can I talk about how yeah. Pursuit of Happiness relates to me? Please. Okay. So everybody knows the song, Mr. Blue Sky, right? Mr. Yep. Blue Sky, how it's a happy song. I think it's actually about depression. I, I, I would have to agree also. Because yes. Mr. Blue Sky, please tell me why you had to hide away for so long. So long. Where did we go wrong? So it's like the, I think it's from an outside perspective, like the friends feeling like, oh, how do we fuck up to have him be so sad all the time? And it's like, he's not there for us anymore. He's not that party guy. That's, that's, I feel like Mr. Blue Sky is me. They're asking me, why are you so sad all the time? Like, but you used to that, be this happy guy. How does that tie into Pursuit of Happiness? Pursuit of Happiness. So it's like, I'm in the pursuit of happiness and I know everything. Yeah, it, it is, even though it sounds happy, it yeah. is abundantly clear that that's a sad a song. song. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everything he does, he just parties. He has everything in the world. What do you know about night terrors? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> he just still at the bottom. He feels like he's he's nothing. Yeah. And it just that hits me every time. I I agree. I mean, I I would listen to back when I first started smoking back in oh god, when I was like 15, 16, yeah. yeah. And I was I'd listen to Kid Cudi do that. It was my shit. And a lot of my music that I made early on like mm -hmm. It, it was very similar yeah. to what he was doing. Yeah. It was so influential on me. One of the songs that really described me well as a person is All Along, off of the second Men of the Moon. All Along by Kid Cudi. Uh, can you pull up the lyrics? Like one of the I'm, I'm not going to because I don't want to get demonetized. This is like, uh, not, I'm not saying play the song. I'm just like, something. no, I, I understand, but when no. They, when we're on YouTube. We're on everything. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. So it's like, it's one of the saddest songs on the album. People don't really understand. Hmm. 
And it gets deep, dude. Yeah, it's like it's it deep. It, there's so I listened to that song. I haven't listened to that song in a while. Hmm. It's like I'm not there anymore. Yeah, I know who I am. Yeah, but like there were certain points in my life when I was super sad and like depressed. So I know I know a lot of people who are clinically depressed. Yeah, um, I was diagnosed with seasonal depression. Yeah, um, there's just that certain time of year when things start to get a little bleak. Yep, and I start to get sad or whatever. Yep, but that's nothing in comparison to dealing with that with day to day. So what's that like? You know, I know I know you're in a much better place now. Let's oh, yeah. let's go back, you know, a little bit in earlier Eric's life. Earlier Eric's? Yeah. Okay, did I do you want me to tell you where it started? I would love for you to tell us where we started. Here's the Eric origin story. <laughs> so it started in fourth grade when I read a science book. I loved science back then, and it said the sun will burn out approximately. Four billion years from now. I was like, what the fuck do you mean burnout? You mm-hmm. know? Because I was like, that sun's an everyday thing. It's going to be there forever. Just like my grandfather's going to be there forever. <laughs> and so I was just like, what? It was like, and I was like crying because it was like the sun. It's like a big part of my life. And I was like, oh, the sun's not going to be there. And the teacher, the teacher, I love her. She's a great teacher, but she didn't know how to handle that well. And she said, like, Eric, we'll be dead before that happens. I was like, <laughs> I was like. I fucking started bawling my eyes out, and which out. which is true, but it's like that's not a delicate way to handle a child. Yeah. <laughs> so and so after that, I was just like crying for like ten minutes, and then I stopped and was like, I got to do work. And so I was like, I do, I put that I put a pin in it, and then like my grandma took me to this religious thing and about talking about how people are going to hell. So I was like, oh, everybody. So I left that thing crying. Everybody's going to hell. Like I don't think that anymore. Are you? So you're not religious, but. Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa! Are you? But are you a God-fearing man? That's a that's a touchy one. Yeah, so I, you know me. what? I don't care if my mom listens. So listen. <laughs> so I don't want to say I'm not religious. I keep saying like, oh, God's not real. Okay, so I keep saying God's not real and blah 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 blah. blah. I keep making jokes about it. You're still like, a God-fearing man, aren't you? I'm not a God-fearing man. I'm a God-respecting. It's just a completely different thing. Like, I don't fear him because if he's the God that everybody talks about, then he knows what's going on. Yeah. He knows that I'm not that bad of a dude. Yeah, I'm not, fair. like, constantly an asshole. But you still worry about going to hell? Oh, fuck. You know, if it's if it's actual thing, sorry that I burped. Oh. If it's an actual thing, then I don't really feel that bad. Because it was destined from the beginning. Yeah. It's just how it was made. You know, <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Okay, so again, kind of trailing off, but still on the same kind of subject. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything you would absolutely not be able to make it through the day without? I would not be able to make it throughout the day if nobody messaged me at all. If nobody messaged me, or nobody was like sent me a, I know it's stupid. But like, if nobody sent me a snap, like a picture back, or nobody was like texting me back that whole day, I would be sad. Is it just social media and and on your mobile, or is it would it just like if if interaction nobody, if, in, if if nobody hit your phone up at all, but you could still have one on one conversations with people in person, would you still be good? If I was able to have one on one conversation with people, I'd be happy. But if so I'm, ultimately, what you're really what you're really scared of is. You talking to people and no one replying to you. That would be your literal hell. Hell on earth for me would be me 
having me knowing all these people and them just not wanting to like talk to me period like no one said a word to you all day no one's trying to like interact with me and i just don't have another person to go to that would be hell i can respect that i i feel like that would be hell for me too like not as in depth for you Mm -hmm. because i feel like you're you're really an extrovert i'm an extrovert once you get to know me like when i first met you and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I was pretty quiet and reserved. Mm-hmm. But as I got to know you a little bit more, I was more Eric. I straight up call you the N word now, bro. Yeah, it, it was like like talk about the time when we were like hanging out. And you're just like, hey, I was like, Devin, holler the N word if you need me. And you were like, Eric, I can't do that. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, so we talked about that on your on your podcast. Yeah. By the way, guys, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to my interview on Everyday People. You're a phony. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but but really, like, yeah, we were we were talking and like you, I, I, you were on dish because we needed somebody on dish, and but I think it was was it Thomas that was in the kitchen. Somebody was in the kitchen, and I was like, hey, Eric, can you can you give so and so a hand? And you come up and you give him a hand. We bang out all the orders on the screen, and then you're like, you need anything else? I was like, nope. And then you start walking away, and as you're <laughs> as you're almost around the corner, you're like. Hollow the N-word if you need me. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Because I know you won't do it. No, I'd never. Uh, so, far too much respect. <laughs> you see, that, that is me taking, that's me bending the rules to my advantage. <laughs> okay, I got you. you. See, You see, I like to do that. People don't understand how to play the game. People don't know how to play the game socially. Eric, <laughs> this is a good one. What is something you wish you had put more time into five years ago? Five years ago? So five years ago, Eric, what if you could time travel and look at five, year, five years ago, Eric, and say, do this, what would that be? Is it just one thing? Yep. One thing. Spend your time on this thing for the next five years. Talk to women like they're regular people. Was not that, like, was not that like, difficult for you? Not like. Because they pe- are. Yeah. Talk to you know what I mean. Talk to no, pe- I know exactly what you mean. Because I, I went through that in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Like women were this different thing. thing, and in in middle school I realized like oh shit yeah it just turns I out I didn't we realize all suck. that to my sophomore year of high school. Oh, so this was difficult for you for a while. Yeah. Okay. Because like it was always this thing like everybody Did you, didn't you grow up with a scissor? Yeah. No, it didn't matter. Oh wow! Because relatives are always this is that's fair. This They're is my di- idea. It's different. Relatives are always there for you, no matter what, and I hate that. I hate that ideal. I hate that idea that people are like hidden behind these barriers. Like this is part of fraternity. Like you can't hate on your brothers. You can't like cuss them out or like be mad at them for doing certain things because you're a brother. I was like, I don't, I don't let that keep me from criticizing people. I don't care. Could I tell you a story? Yeah. So my. My first brother, mm-hmm. who is the third of five, yes. I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. His name is Chandler. We were incredibly close, incredibly. Um, around the same time, I started to get into into drugs and alcohol. He did too, but of course, we were three years apart, so it affected him a lot more. Mm-hmm. He got real bad on it, yeah. right? Um, and it culminated into an argument uh, between the two of us, where we haven't spoken to each other in years. Um, this is family. This is blood. Um, it's been about two years. I recently hit him up and I said, Hey, how long have you been sober? He said about two months or something. I don't know. So less than, less than a year. And I said, hit me up when you're six years sober. Um, 
so I actually go against what you're saying. I know that the majority of people, they are like, oh, that's blood. That's like, we're going to defend that no matter what. Yeah. I'm against that. Yeah. It's if not you're a good. shitty person. You're a shitty person. You're a shitty person. And with Chandler, it was like he had a lot of mental dis- disabilities and stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm not giving him a pass for, which is because yeah. I'm his brother and I expect more out of him. Yeah. But I do respect it. And that's why I'm willing to, even though he, he wronged me bad multiple yeah. times. Yeah. And I did too. Mm-hmm. I did too. There, I'm not going to pretend like I was innocent, <laughs> mm-hmm. but but I I did want to reconnect and be like, yo, if you get your shit together, like let's talk. So I'm going to tell this. Yeah. I used to be really jealous of my sister because he just did it again. <laughs> did the sniffle thing again, so I'm make, recreate the noise. <laughs> God damn it. So I used to be really jealous of my oldest sister. My oldest sister, her name was Desiree. And she would, like, you know. Is she older than you? She's older than me. Okay. She's 24, almost going to be 24 now. And uh, she would. She was your father's first? She was my father's first. Sorry, I'm trying to get to know you as much as I can. (laughs) So she would always get these college mails. Like, yeah, you're going to. She got accepted to all these colleges. She, like, super smart. She She was better than me. I'm gonna say that she was a she's a better person than me. Desiree, if you're listening, Eric admitted it. You have uh, you have kudo points forever. Yeah, she's one of the she's one of the best people I've met in my life, and uh, she's she's she was smart. She knew what she was doing. She had good grades. She kept doing all these good things, and she kept getting all these letters. And I would always be jealous because my parents were like, "Your sister, blah 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 blah," or your sisters like they wouldn't they would say why are you fucking up why are you like this and like that and like you're harder to raise than your sisters i'm like i don't know why i'm this way you know i didn't get diagnosed with depression till i was like 20 that's late cuz you probably had it a lot earlier definitely since 4th grade holy shit i mean yeah i haven't been to a psychiatrist i i'm sure i have plenty of Mental disabilities I'm not facing. I'm pretty sure I have ADD. They were going to give me it. I've also been diagnosed with ADD. So what was that? My sister. I think I was just a kid, though. (laughs) (laughs) My sister got all these mails from colleges being accepted and, like, all these good grades. Now she got the Porter Scholarship, which is one of the most prestigious scholarships to have at Yuleville's campus. Really? Yes. Why is that? Because you have to have 3.5 grade period on average. You have to have, like, a something amount of, like, on the ACT. I gotta, oh, okay. So it's like it's literally because you were smart as shit. Yes. Okay. My, my sister's an absolute genius. Okay. She doesn't want to accept that fact, and I just I respect her so much for that. And I did not want to try that hard. I didn't because I was like, my sister's gonna be the successful one. My sister's the better person. My sister's the better Christian because we were raised in the household. My sister's the better Christian. So why should I have to try to be like my sister? My sister's like, she was the bar for me. Do you feel like you lived in that shadow? I lived in that shadow. For sure. For sure. Wow. I felt like I was never good enough for my parents or even my grandfather. My grandfather was my best friend. And I know he loved me. I just felt like he he died like two years ago. And, and I was like, I, that stuck with me because I mean, he, he saw me as a fucking cashier. That was the last thing. He he took me to work. He didn't He hate saw me you work. as a human. Yeah. But I always thought he saw me as a failure for not being the best I was. You know what I've noticed about old people? What? Is they tend to look past things like that. Mm-hmm. They, because they, they've seen so many young people grow up. They've seen so many, you know, they, they've seen it all. Yeah. Old people, and especially your grandfather, because he loved you, mm-hmm. I'm sure, oh, yeah. um, and was related to you. 
he recognized who you were as a person and not what you were doing as a job. So you should you should take that weight off your shoulders. It's really hard. I'm sure. I, I can only imagine. Because he uh, he was he's the one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. So it's just really hard for me to get over that because uh, I've still struggled with that to this day because he's my grandfather and he cares for me. He cared for me and he did all these things for me. He took me to work. He did. He always hyped me up. Big influence on your life. Big influence on my life. One of the biggest influence. If, if when I felt like my parents were just, when everything was coming down to me, I could depend on my You could always go to your grandfather. I could go, always go to granddaddy. His name was Gumbo. I'm going to name my son after that man. Gumbo? He's, his nickname is going to be Gumbo. What was it? What, what's his? His name was Montgomery Thornton. Mm. Well, you know, that's actually why I named my first son Nick, right? Really? Well, my, my middle name is Nick Nicholas. My full name is Devin Nicholas Whitney Gray. Mm-hmm. Whitney was a, a was a family name on my father's side. Mm-hmm. Fuck my father. Yeah. So Whitney wasn't gonna. F- Whitney was not going past me. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas came from my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a family name, but it was something that she loved. And I knew, like, kind of before your age. Yeah. I'm sure you you knew that at some point you were going to name your kid Gumbo. Mm-hmm. Way before now. When. I knew I was going to name my son Gumbo when I was chilling in the car with him on my way to work at Kroger's, paying off the debt at UofL. He was like, I put on a song, and it was like uh, Redbone. Come and get your love by Redbone. Mm. And he's, that was the first time I ever heard my granddaddy sing. Really? That was the first time I ever heard my granddaddy sing, and it was the last time I ever heard my granddaddy sing. That's sad, dude. Mm-hmm. But you got that moment. I had that moment. That was the most beautiful moment. And then it brings me to this, it almost brings me to tears. Do you know he he died February something twenty eighteen, like February twelfth, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a it was a terrible situation because my little sister, my youngest sister, she was about she was born twenty four, and she w- went to great. She always goes to granddaddy's room, and he was like dead, and he she was like open the room, was like granddaddy, granddaddy, and she was like left because he was oh, like, so she found him. Yeah, and That's then it. I was like, come down. I came down at like seven because I had to go to work at nine. I opened the door. I was like, hey, granddaddy, can you take me to work? Granddaddy, granddaddy. All right. I it was like, all right, you have a good sleep. And I was like, I closed the door. I was like, I ain't going to work. And so I was like, hey, I'm gonna be late. Granddad's just sleeping. Yeah. And so like when they when, when we found out and I found out he was dead, I just hit, I didn't cry for a little bit, and I was like, and then it hit me, hit me mm. hard, and then that same like within two days. Frank Ocean put out a song called Moon River. And I listened to that for three hours straight. There was a three-hour version of it, and I listened to it for so long, and I cried. I cried my heart out. Because it was like, uh, wider than a mile, going our separate ways, and it's like him like passing on. And it's just like, I didn't know how to deal with that. Yeah. That's hard, dude. I'm actually, people don't understand that I'm like the way that I am for a fucking reason. Yeah. I mean, you're a product of your environment. All people are. And you've clearly gone through some shit. People don't believe me when I say like, I'm, I've been through a lot of shit. Mm. Like It might not be the same as yours, but man, is it? Hey man, we're, we're like, you know, I talk about stuff that happened with like my dad and stuff like that. And you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I didn't have it that way. And I was like, look, our traumas are equal. Yeah. 
Our traumas are equal. What we went through may be different, but we all experience it the same way. It's all heavy and hard for us to deal with. Yes. We're all walking our own path, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to the fact that you're still standing here, you know. I held a saw to my throat in seventh grade. I, Dude, <laughs> we're not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. anyway, let's listen to your next question. Do you tend to ask more questions or do you settle for what you know? You can ask TJ. I always ask him fucking questions. If, even though he's like my like the guy that gets like the answers, I ask him all the time, "What are we doing? How are we doing this? Why are we doing this?" Like, I I, I question him. Even I question authority, so I know what's going on. So I know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Because if you're dealing with the, like the yes sir soldier, that's how like Nazis are like we're doing like you know what I mean? Yes and like, no. Uh, because they were like, yeah, following orders. I'm like seventy thirty on that. Because I need to know what's going on so I can understand the justification for you it. You need to know the why. Yes, I need to know the why before I do it. And that's that's really important for almost everybody. It's almost universal. Yes. There, there is a very small percentage of people who will just do things without thinking about it Fuck if they're told. Fuck that. It's a very small percentage. Most people want to know why they are doing a task. Plus, I have a like a, a fuck. I don't know where it came from, but I have an issue with authority. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, then, uh, you what's your uh, what's your biggest regret, Eric? Mm-hmm. We're going deep, bro. It's not that deep. It's just I don't. You have to. If you don't want to talk about the one, no, I can't. It doesn't. It, it's, it's just like I just my biggest regret. Amanda. 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 Who? Okay, let's not say last names, but explain. So, uh, so you see. Me, I've, I sometimes forget that when you care, it doesn't mean that you're in love. So, I got oh. that confused. Mm-hmm. So I, that drove mm-hmm. away the first time, and then the second time that happened, I got really confused, and I just felt really bad. And one day, I just told her that you're only friends with me because uh, I'm the only person that can get you real friends. I told her that. Wow. And she cried. I, I she she walked away from me crying because of that. That's difficult. <laughs> yeah. And so that's one of the things. And she, when we had a talk about it, I kept, she kept asking me why, why, why would you do this? Why would you make me cry? I gave you a place to stay, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm not really helping myself out in this situation, but I said I didn't give her any satisfactory answers, but people would always tell me that like they were toxic in themselves. And, you know, I, it's easy to attack another person because you don't want to feel wrong. But I was, I know I was wrong in that situation, but she, she's like a person that been through a lot and she trusted me. And I feel like I failed her. I failed her. And so that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. Life. So I haven't dealt with that. Then. I have not because after she stopped talking to me, that was like before my birthday in 2019. After she stopped talking to me, it's just been like, I didn't know how to handle that. That's hard, man. Dude, and, and, and I'm, I've only known you for about a year now. Mm-hmm. But I can 100% say you've been trying your best. I don't know about 2018, Eric. I don't know about 2019, Eric. But I can 100% say the last 12 months that I've known you. You've been trying your best. If you see me going slow, I'm taking my time to make sure I don't fuck up. If I'm like, 
if I'm like asking you like what's on the screen, it's because I can't remember because I'm, I'm like my brain's fucked. I'm like, because hey. you fucking huffed gas. Yeah, gasoline. fucking huffed gasoline. And so I'm just like, hey, what's on the screen? They're like, read the fucking screen. I was like, I if I look back at the screen, I'm gonna forget what I'm fucking doing. I'm focusing at the task at hand. Multitasking becomes difficult for you. Yeah. Mm. So I gotta focus on one thing. That's why I'm like really good at dish. Yeah, it's easy. Mm-hmm. I focus on one thing and just <laughs> I organize um, it. What? What is this? What is something that makes you the most angry? It makes me the most angry. What's What's the thing that makes you the most angry? In life. In life. People willfully, like knowingly, doing something that irritates me. Not in the sense of oh for fun, and just because they did have spite. Oh, so like like when I knew that you were going to have a problem with me making Kobe jokes after he. No, died. not that. That's completely different. Well, because I knew it would irritate you, but I was doing it in jest. I was doing it for fun. You didn't do it on like you didn't do it to hurt me, right? So you're the thing that makes you the most angry is when people do things to hurt purposely to purposely hurt you or, purposely or to hurt you. me or like yeah, and then I just like. You have an example of that that you can say without without incriminating anybody. <laughs> incriminating anybody? No, it's just like no when people willfully are ignorant. Like they don't mm. want to accept the fact that this is how it is. Mm. Yeah, that gets me upset too, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Have you ever seen me mad? Like mad, mad? Not mad, mad. I've heard stories. I would love. Pause. Mm-hmm. You talked about it on one of your podcasts. I did, but you didn't tell the story. Oh, what was it? We have to slow down now. Okay. That way, if we need to cut this audio, mm-hmm. we can. Oh, it's about to get deep, ladies and gentlemen. You were telling a story of the time TJ would beat the fuck out of you. Can you tell that story, or do we need to cut this audio? Well, it wouldn't be... Okay, so I was mad at him because... I held him to an I held him to a standard that he holds himself to that he likes to like no my bad I didn't mean to say that he likes to that he holds himself to he has a standard for what himself What was that standard? His standard of he is like this educated man that like like thinks things intellectually and everything like that and he's a great dude and I respect him for it but he was Oh my, yeah me and you both love TJ. Yeah, I this love isn't TJ. this is not about this is not bashing PJ this, TJ no, this is about this is about like, a story. A story. So one day we were all sitting in the lounge of the school of music and I said like Austin was asking me, "Hey, what makes you so different from every other like you know, people from your area?" I was like, oh, "Well, I have both of my parents." And unfortunately, that was the same day that TJ's father passed away. Oh. So I was like, yeah, I have my dad. And so he thought, I said, yeah, because fuck you, nigga. You don't have a dad. So so, so he got you mad. You didn't do it intentionally. I did not do it intentionally. But it was a sore. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a, a soft, sore spot. It was a yeah. sore spot. Toward it. So he was like, I was, he was like about to beat the shit out of me. I was like, you really let me down. Yeah, that's sad. I was like, you really let me down. Because you were like, he, he does this, all this. He does so much. He works so hard. Yet it's this simple thing that he could lose everything because he got touched in the wrong spot. I get it though. 
Yeah, I understand. I mean, that that's that's really close, and it's yeah, know. yeah. I like it's not and that TJ, I like TJ is such a sweetheart. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, he is one of the most caring individuals I've ever met in my entire oh, yeah. life. He 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 puts on a face like every time that I'm going through shit. Like he always puts on a strong face for me at work. Mm-hmm. He could tell that I was going through something. Yeah. And he would always put on a strong face for me and be like, dude, yeah, that sucks. Like, but what are you going to do? And it was like, like, not everybody can take that advice and, and use it soundly. But for mm-hmm. me, it was exactly what I needed. It was like, yeah, what can I do? Yeah. Not really anything. Mm-hmm. TJ's such a a careful guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's very caring. And and I can, I can 100% understand why he was upset. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. You saying, didn't mean to upset him. I didn't. But but I get why he was. It's it's not the fact that he was upset. It's the fact that he was going to let himself like let himself lose everything that he built for through a burst of emotion. So I don't want to make any assumptions about TJ because I haven't yeah. interviewed him. Yeah, yet, he's a good I dude. Have, he's I have dude. to assume that he's he's an emotional guy. Yes. You know, for me, he was always he. He's a logical two, dude. There are two people who in my life have. What it could be what is described as stoic? You know what stoic yeah. is? Yeah, Thomas. Yes, Thomas is stoic. Yeah, no matter the the best things in life that's happening to him mm-hmm. or the worst things in life that happens to him. Yes, he's still really just quiet about it. Yeah, he's chill. Mm-hmm. TJ was very similar. He would voice his opinions on stuff, or at least in my experience. I don't know. Maybe you have something different. You see, I have <laughs> I have this ability. Where people are like just so comfortable with saying stuff to me about how they actually feel, they take off their mask with me. Yeah, like you, you have this like persona, and then you, when you're when me and you are actually getting down to it, you just take it off, and you're just like, "Hey, man, I'm an open book anyway." But yeah, you are right. I yeah. feel very comfortable talking to you. You see what I mean? Like you, like yeah. this is. I don't want to say it's like power, but it's like I give off this. It's like, a skill. It's a skill that like people yeah. are like trust me. You're a trustworthy guy. Yeah, and so I feel like when I tell you stuff, it's it's not gonna. It, you're not gonna use it for bad. I don't. Okay, here's the thing. People they they, they hear me threaten people all the time or say like the crazy shit. It's just I'm not able to like hurt physically hurt anybody ever. Like I'm not able to like go out of my way to beat the shit. Like I can't beat the shit out of anybody because I would feel bad about it. Like I can't attack people. <laughs> if my life was in danger. And I had to fight somebody. I would not be able to like kill somebody. Really, I would not be able to have kids. <laughs> That'll change the shit out of that. Because I had that exact answer when I was younger. But when I had kids, it was like, pfft, like I'm not gonna see them graduate. Go fuck yourself. I'm picking up the biggest rock I could find. I'm <laughs> knocking you over the head with that right. shit. But like me right now, I'm not able yeah. to like. If I, you're if, avoiding, you're you're avoiding um, confrontation at all costs. No, no, I'm open to confrontation. I'm just verbally, I, verbal confrontations. Yeah, yeah, I'm not able to take. I don't want to take somebody's ability to improve. That's why I think, like, killing the capital punishment is not fair because you're taking away their ability to change. Yes, it's the chances are I think low. Cap, I think capital punishment should be uh, uh, be allowed, but only at the at the prisoner's request. So if somebody is already serving a life sentence mm-hmm. and they're literally never going to get out, if if the prisoner wants... It's like assisted suicide at that point. It's like you, yeah. you know you're dying there. 
Yeah. It's like if, if you have terminal cancer and you like, there's no way to save you. Yeah. You should be able to elect to die peacefully. You said that like Mike Tyson. Huh? You said that like Mike Tyson. Peacefully. <laughs> I'll fight you. Right, Except I won't. You won't. <laughs> People like to say they would want to hurt me, but they know. I Well, I'm, I'm a... I did all that when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm so far past that at this point. I've, I already have an assault charge. I can't catch another one. Mm-hmm. I, I won't see my kids again. All right, I have one more question for you before we go into break. Are the, did you get all the deep ones? I got most of the deep ones, yeah. I'll eat, I can the, get I The can majority get. of the, the important ones. This okay. is the last deep one that I have for you. Deep, deep? Um, okay. you, can, you could make this surface level or you could get really deep with this it's entirely up to you okay keep asking what right. is the difference between living and existing to you having to do something and wanting to do something and needing to do something so so expand on that so right now i'm existing i'm not doing well in life i'm in debt you're not doing what you want. I'm not doing what I want. Hmm. I'm not. I'm doing what other people need me to do to get their stuff done. Or what you need to do. I'm doing what I need to do. When you're in a point in life where you get to do what you want, and you're not held back by, like, financial situation, like, you're not, like, worried about, like, oh, man, I'm going to worry about my uh, bills, or, like, I'm going to foreclose on my own, or shit like that. Or I'm worried about, like, when you're, I want freedom. Freedom. Freedom from finances. So you, it's not about freedom in a government stance. It's freedom mm-hmm. from the financial system. Mm-hmm. If I'm, I'm chained right now by, like, you know, the decisions I've made in my life. And so I have, like, a lot of money to pay off. But when I'm free and I'm able to actually choose and do what I want, I'd probably be, like, I'm only 22, but I'm, like, I'd probably be, like, 24, 25 by the time I'm able to actually do stuff like that. So is there advice you could give to people in the middle, which is like me, mm-hmm. where it's like, I, I have debt, but it's very manageable. Mm-hmm. I have a surplus of income. Yeah. And no, I'm not working my dream job, mm-hmm. but I am getting to do what I love, hence why we are here. Yes. Is there is there a difference between, you know, living and existing at this level? Because obviously you're young, mm-hmm. you got plenty of mistakes to make, and you got yeah. plenty of good decisions to make. But at, mm-hmm. at this level, where you're kind of in that middle space, what what is that answer for? What is the difference between living and existing? First of all, get rid of your debt. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, don't like. I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can spend like buy a game, but like that could have been gone towards your debt, and you would have been like more time done towards like debt free. Yeah, you could have like had your like. I'm glad you have this podcast, but like, yeah, you could have been like, it could have been thrown towards your debt. You know what I mean? I think like that constantly. Like that's why I don't buy any new games. Really, mm. I don't do a lot of stuff. I just pay like my debt and my like what I owe. Yeah, I think me and you are very different because I have a lot of exposable income. Yeah, I mean, I could afford a house. Yeah, you, as you see, I'm living in an apartment, and that's because I want to pay off my debts. Mm-hmm. But I also want to have extra money. Yeah, yeah. and so I'm kind of sitting right there in that kind of middle space. Where I get to have a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and I get to also pay off my debts. Mm-hmm. And would you say I'm living or existing? Mm-hmm. It's on the, not me, 
specifically, but people in my situation where they're they're making more than enough, but not an abundance. When you close your eyes mm. and you lie your head down, do you feel bad for not working? For no. not working towards something? No. Then you're living. Well, it's because I feel like I'm working towards something on multiple. I feel like I'm working really hard on, on being a husband. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm working really hard on being a husband or a, a father. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm working really hard on being a general manager. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm working really hard on being a CEO for Great Man Media. If you sat down uh-huh. and you didn't do anything for a whole entire day. I'd lose my shit. Yeah. I'd lose my shit. I'd be like, I didn't do anything for all, for all four of my reasons for living. And I didn't do any of those things. You didn't do a damn thing. You didn't. You're, you did. You have nothing to do that entire day. Do you, A, try to find something to do? B, actively search, like, you know, like, just do work on your off day. I always work on my off days. That's not living. But but I have to work towards my relationship every day. Yeah, but, like, have you just... Are, like, you, not, are you not including that kind of no, work? No, I'm not. That's, a, that's just... Oh, so, so, so it's not, like, actual working yeah. for money. Yeah, you just, like... Like as a, as a CEO for Gray Man, we're not making any money right now. We're not monetized yeah. because I refuse to do so because of our viewer accounts. I want our viewers to experience this purely. Mm-hmm. Our early adapters. Yeah, yeah. We're not making any money. I don't give a fuck. I'm putting advertisement. No, I no, no, no. And you should. You absolutely should. Mm-hmm. But but you know I, I have a lot more funding behind this. Yeah. But if, if I don't do anything towards Gray Man and I don't do anything towards Noodles, but I do work towards my relationship with my wife and my relationship with my kids. In my opinion, those two things aren't work. That's just what I should do. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, I feel like, I don't know. It's complicated. You but, feel me? Yeah. I feel you. Like me, for me, you know, my situation. Yeah. I'm in debt. Ex- well, explain it to, yeah, explain. My situation, I'm in debt. All right. $4,262 all together. $2,050 towards the loan. Which by the way, by the way, your age group, you know, the 20 to 28, I think it is. It's, it's, the average debt is like 16000 Yeah, so I'm like really fortunate for that shit. Yes. But like, and then I have 4000 something dollars minus the margin man payment. Like, so I would have, I like all together I have $4,272 I have to pay. And I worked 43 hours and it doesn't even really put a big dent in it. What? Well, you're about to, you're about to make a paycheck that's about $700. Doesn't help. That's about a quarter. No, I can't. I have to split it. Now I can't really split it because if I pay my, if I don't pay my, like university money, <laughs> then it goes up by fifty dollars every time. But if I don't pay my like loan, oh, they're interest. they're already cashing in on interest. Yes. Oh, that's really hard. So, yeah, that's really hard. So last year, last year I have debt from when me and Jessica got married because mm-hmm. weddings are expensive. Yeah. So our honeymoons. Yeah. We put it all on a credit card. We put it on a credit card that we were lucky enough because we had the credit score had a 0% interest rate for the first two years. Yeah. We were paying it off or whatever. But then that two years interest-free rate disappeared. Yeah. And it actually turns out that the amount of interest we would be paying was more than our minimum. So no matter what we did, we could never keep up with the interest payment. Yeah. So we actually had to sign up for a different um, 0% interest card to transfer that money over so that we can keep paying it off. Yeah. And we're probably going to have to do it again next year. Yeah, that's a hard system. Mm-hmm. 
you're caught in a trap, dude. Mm-hmm. You need to sign up for something. What's your credit score? Six something. Is it over six fifty? Or below? I think so. It's over six fifty. If it's over six fifty, I can help you. We won't talk about that on the podcast podcast, but I could definitely help you. Yeah, it's it's just like I can pay it off. It's realistic. I can pay off the loan and then work like most of the year before school starts next semester. I mean next year on the fall. And like I can pay it all off. It's just I'm not gonna be able to do anything that I want. Mm. Like the podcast will have to wait and I'm gonna have to focus on work. And you already know. It's like you're I don't, already struggling. You did two weeks of, of overtime. Yeah, I don't and you were struggling mentally. Yeah, because I was like I got like I would look at a dish and I'm like, I'm gonna have to fucking wash this. <laughs> I'm like I'd be like it'd be like ten AM in the morning. I'm like, fuck I'm gonna have to fucking wash this dish at like ten like at like nine thirty PM and I'm gonna be pissed about it. And so like Careful on that. I'm sorry. People don't understand that like yeah, like, yeah, I don't like to work, but it's for a fucking reason. Because yeah. I work hard all the fucking time and I don't get a break. Because when I take a break, people get pissed at me and call me lazy. So I got one last question before we take our next break. Yeah. Is there anything you have thought about pursuing alongside comedy? Alongside comedy? Like, you're obviously pursuing comedy. Yeah. You're obviously pursuing, you know, being a personality on the internet. Yeah. Is there anything else that you thought of that you could pursue alongside? Alongside. Uh. I would really like to learn. Like an actual, I'd like to actually be a student, and not worry about debt. Like I want to have a PhD in physics. Or something so if like you that. if you could actually go to school, if I could actually go to school, would you do the work though? Yeah. Would I'm, you? If you're interested in something, philosophy. you would do the work. Fuck philosophy. I already. I don't need a degree in that. So so what would you what would you go for? I would go for like astrophysics and understand stars and stuff like that. Okay. So I would like to understand astronomy is like your is your, your thing. No, it's not just astro- science. Period. Yeah, like everything about science. I'm a science guy too. I'm gonna give you an invisible fist bump. Yeah, heck yeah. People don't understand that. Like I understand. Like I know a lot of shit. I know I, my shit. I, I will say that like because you were talking about um what was it uh, black holes black holes. I, I was listening to that podcast and and I know a lot about it because that's what interests me also and mm-hmm. I and I'm uneducated but. That's what I I, I yeah. choose to spend my time learning about. Yeah, and I was and you brought it up, and I was like, well, let's see if Eric actually knows his shit about this because I'm well educated on that, you know, by myself. Yeah, and I was like, let's see, and you started spitting off facts, and I was like, what? Like Eric knows what the fuck he's talking about. People don't understand when I say something; it's because I know it for a fact. I don't say shit out my ass unless it. I only say shit out my ass as a joke. Out here, lass. Out my lass. Lassie? Yes. Out my ass unless okay. it's a joke or I, I know it for an absolute fact. If it's absolutely ridiculous, but I'm like deadpan serious and it's a fact. People don't really realize that I'm like one of the smartest people that know. <laughs> smartest? I, I, I shit you not. You're bold as fuck. I don't lie. I tell people all the time that I'm one of the coolest people they'll ever meet in their life. You told me that earlier. Yeah, and I'm don't I'm not backing down from that shit. It's the fucking <laughs> truth, and you know it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take our second intermission. We're gonna be right back. We're gonna Hell delve yeah. into some of the things that Eric finds fun and yeah. funny, Hell and yeah. it's gonna be a blast. Uh, so stay tuned. <laughs> All 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are back, dude. Down to Earth, episode six with Eric Lanham. Mm-hmm. Mimi. Eric. Mm-hmm. How do you want to be remembered? I want people you see that you saw what I just did? Like <laughs> just like the little chuckle. Yeah. Like if I pass away and they're like they had to come up with the memory with me. It was like, how do you remember Eric? They go like <laughs> <laughs> I think like that. That just was something funny. Yeah, it's just like they smile even though it's a sad moment knowing that I'm gone and they still find a way to smile thinking back like they smile thinking back about me that's that's when I know that's I won't know because I'll be dead that's when I I feel like I was I did something right so I want to talk about your podcast and and we've got a couple questions that kind of go in and out of that and (laughs) I've got some personal questions also I got you um but do you have a TV show or podcast you dream about being on? A podcast. I want to be on Midnight Gospel. What is Midnight Gospel? Midnight Gospel is a Netflix series where they, like, the Truman, the Trust, like, some family, the Duncan, Tr- like, Russell, some shit like that. Uh-huh. And so they took it and animated it and made it into a series. Okay. And so I want to be on there and, like, have my self animated or some shit. So ultimately, you just want to see, you would love to see a cartoon Eric. I would love to see a cartoon Eric. That's like one of my dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, get on that. Let's let's just get something, please. <laughs> um, where did you come up with the name Everyday People? Well, there's people in my life, and I just like, yeah, I talk to people every day. And it was like, you know, these conversations are actually fucking interesting. And people could learn from these. So it was like everyday people. Because it's just like literally just like everyday people you don't know. Yeah. You would never expect these things to learn from people. And I'm pretty sure people have like learned amazing things. I've learned a lot. I, don't, I, I won't say that I've learned a lot academically. Mm-hmm. But like if I was to ever meet, you know, so-and-so that you interviewed, mm-hmm. I would feel like I, I know them better. Mm-hmm. You know, just right out the gate, which always is a better feeling than just kind of cold calling and me yeah. and just introducing yourself. Yeah, and I think that's where, you know, like the gold of your content is. I mean, you really do delve into kind of like what these people are about. And I know that you complain about your audio or whatever, but at the at the at the core of what everyday people is and what you're trying to do, I think you have something really incredible. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> no problem, man. Um, I got another question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did your passion for comedy start? Mm, you see, uh, me, I would stay with my cousins a lot. And he would, like, we would play video games. And he was like, hey, let's watch this uh, comedy. So we would watch Cat Williams or, like, the Roast of Flavor Flav, which is one of the greatest roasts of all time. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, like Carrot Top, Snoop Dogg, Cat Williams. Uh, uh, Limpinelli, uh, Jeff Ross, all those people, the all-star cast, Carrot Top, uh, were all on there. And it was just like some of the best comedy. And I was like laughing and enjoying myself. And I was like, I think I'm funny. I think I'm funny. Because I've always, I had self-confidence issues and like how I looked. And I was like, uh, what, what do I have that could make me attractive, you know? It's like... I didn't really have this skill to talk to people till about my junior year of high school. Yeah, I was gonna say we talked about that on 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 everyday people. Yeah, yeah. Um, when and if you had your own Netflix special, mm. a win. 
Yeah, when and if. Oh, okay. When and if you have your own Netflix special as being a stand-up or being a personality. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be eating backstage before you come on? Eating? Yeah. We know the answer to this. Rally fries. That's right, baby. Rallies. Y'all go listen to his podcast. This motherfucker said he would wear a checkered suit. Yes, I would wear a rally's <laughs> checkered suit. I, uh, so <laughs> here's I'm going to let you in on secret, Ari. You ready? All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. So me and Austin. Chilling upstairs in his room, you know, with the uh, with all the cool stuff, and I was like, Austin, let's get checker tattoos, like Rally's checker tattoos, but not have the logo on it. And people would be like, Hey, isn't that Rally? It was like, No, it's black and white because we're black and we're white, and we let this brotherhood stay, and we're like best of friends. But it's actually because we got really fucking high and we enjoy rallies. <laughs> tell, tell, okay, all right. So you pull into rallies, right? Yeah, you pull into rallies. Yeah. You get up to the drive-thru. Yeah. What are you ordering? Getting three chili dogs, a rally, a uh, fry lover burger, an extra large fries, uh, a, one of those uh, mango uh, shakes. Uh, uh, they're 10-piece wings, garlic parmesan when they had it. Um, the lemon pepper's not that as good. Uh, and probably uh, a regular rally's burger. What's... So you don't like like their like their fry burgers and stuff like that. I I, I would eat one of the fry burgers. I don't like their nacho cheeseburger when they had it. I don't remember. I see. I I don't go to rallies that much. I know you love rallies. And I'm I sorry. I love rallies. I I've only been to rallies a handful of times. The the only reason I ever go to rallies, it's not for any of their food. It is for their fucking fries. Their fries are god tier. It's <laughs> they're the best fries on the planet. So you got A, B, C, D, Z tier, and then you got God tier. God tier. And and Rally's fries. Just that's Rally it. Fries that's is it. God tier. There's no way. Ladies and gentlemen, it. please, if if you if any of you listeners know anybody working it at corporate for rallies, for the love of God, tell them about everyday people and Eric.entertainment.inc. This man Loves rallies as much as Gray Man Media loves. It's, this, it's an insane amount of love I have for rallies. I remember, like, my dad would bring home, like, you know, McDonald's and it'd be cool. And then he would bring home, like, you know, other food. But when he brought home rallies, man, he must have been was, big balling someday, bro. Lit. Yeah, bro. It's like, you, I have a similar story. I have a similar story. Uh-huh. So every now and then, when I was, when I was older, I was a teenager. Uh, every now and then, my my mom and my stepdad, my Matt, um, would they would go to the boat, mm-hmm. and you always knew when they came back if they had won money or if they had lost money. Because if they had lost money, they came out home empty-handed. But if they had won money, they brought us all milkshakes, Ooh. and it was like oh, and like I never understood what a gambling addiction was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you ever been to the boat? I've never gambled. Oh my god, Eric, we should go to the boat. Oh my god. We should go to the boat. I have to be drunk. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You don't understand. It's not because oh, I have to be drunk to be able to No, I have to be drunk because it won't be funny. No, no. So what you do is, what you do is but on the way, we get a, we get a DD obviously. On the way mm-hmm. to the boat. Yeah. We we start to have a couple of drinks or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get loose. Yeah, get loose. You're all, you're only gonna bring like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Now every time I'm, I'll give, I'll give you the advice I give everybody. Yeah. 
every time you go to a casino, the only money you bring to the casino is what you're willing to lose. Yeah. So if you say, hey, out of my paycheck, I can spend $100. Yeah. Well, that's your $100. Mm-hmm. You don't bring anything else. Mm-hmm. And if you leave with more than $100, good for you. Yeah. But if you lose all $100, you're cool with it because you knew you were going to lose it. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way. To, I would I would love to go. You, me, Austin, is Stefan over 21? Stefan's definitely over 21 right now. Yeah, I know. It's just hard because he doesn't drink, so it's hard for me to... Okay, so you know how, like, in the beginning of this podcast, Eric was, like, super loose and, like, every, like super charismatic and shit? Yeah. That's... That that Eric, he did it again. He did it. God yeah. damn it, Eric. So, <laughs> so that Eric, I think is the most dangerous type of Eric because I feel like he can talk to anybody and get what he needs. Oh, you're not going to get shit out of a black dealer or a oh. blackjack dealer. Oh, it's not that. I can read people really well. Oh, you can read them all you want. They can't see the cards, so they can't. Oh, I don't need to see the cards. If I know they have Eric, a shit in. You just solidified. We're going to the fucking casino because yeah. you're getting wrecked. I'm getting wrecked at the casino. You think I'm going to get wrecked? I think it'd be a blast. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> me, you, me, you, Austin, Thomas. Thomas. I think oh Thomas God. would clear the house. Thomas would clean house. I don't think so. I don't think so. Blackjack is, unless you're going to count cards, which they will break your knuckles for. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, it, but it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, if if all you guys need to, ha- like, have four weeks notice to save up, like, $25 a paycheck mm-hmm. or whatever, obviously for Austin it's going to be difficult. F in the chats, guys. F in the chats. Um, we're not going to say anything bad about our employers, but F in the chats. F in the chats. Um, you know, but, but if you guys could save up, you know, a couple bucks here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. I'd enjoy it. I think, I think me, and there's a large amount of anytime there's me, and there's a shit ton of people, like an unbelievable amount of people, and I can grab their attention. You're gonna have a good time because that means if I can get all their attention, then I'm in control. And when I'm in control, that's not gonna happen in the casino. That's not gonna happen at the casino. I've been to the casino quite a few times, not just the boat, yeah. but I've been to yeah, multiple yeah. casinos in Las Vegas. I mean, I, I promise you, you're you're not gonna impress anybody there. No, they're no. used to use. They're used, used to use. Knees? Yes, the the people of America that are very much like you that are used to, you know, being able to manipulate uh, because of attention. Yeah, you're you're, and, and I'm not like yeah, I'm just talking about when we're like heading in, and then like, yeah, I just love that shit. Yeah, oh, oh, so it's a problem when I'm on my fucking phone. Wait, no, because I'm reading. I'm reading questions. Oh, you're reading questions. Okay, I am reading questions, okay. but. I did get a text message from Joshua Mayfield. Oh, what is Mayfield's question, text or my question? Would you like us to call him in, or do you think I should deal with that off network? You can call him in. I don't really. I don't know what he's going to be dealing with. He's at work right now, so. Is he asking a question about work? Probably. And well, then I don't want to hear it. I'm off for the next day. I don't want to hear any more work things. Um, I just texted him, is it about work? If, it's if, he a, says, if, if he says no, we'll call him in. Yeah. If he says no, then... Or if he says yes. yes it's in the bat work. I don't want to hear it because you know how I feel about work already. Yeah, 100%. Especially uh, on my okay, off day. So, um, mm-hmm. What was one of your favorite TV shows as a kid? Yeah. 
I know you do this a lot on your podcast where you guys talk about like Nick versus Cartoon Network versus Disney. Disney yeah. Yeah, but but and I know that you you kind of fluctuate over all networks. Yeah. But if you had to pick one, one show. Mhm. Okay. Between age groups of Let's go 7 to 11. 7 to 11 backyard again. Backyard again? Backyard again. Holy shit, dude. I was like we are your you you know it was made by a black woman, right? By, by the way, you sounded great just then, but I you have to understand. I was like a teenager, yeah, when that show came out, and my young my my youngest siblings were watching that. You know why I liked it? Tell me, because I was at peace. It gave me peace. With backyard games, because yeah. like and and it just like I was just like. I don't know. It was just captivating me. And my favorite character was the purple kangaroo. And like that, that show was created by a black lady because what other person, like what white person is going to name one of their protagonists Uniqua or Tyrone or Pablo. You know what I mean? It was so wholesome. I think his name, I think the purple kangaroo, what was the purple kangaroo's name? Oh dude, I got no idea. You look it up for me real quick. I need it. Uh, okay, I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah, uh, yeah. why don't you tell us uh, when did your passion for comedy kick in? Well, I talked about it with the when TJ. I, uh, yeah, we already talked about it, but yeah. but explain it okay. as a at, at an angle of you know you know wanting to be a comic. an actual stand up comedy because you've how many shows have you done? I've done like so many. Yeah, so and, and so you're you're an actual stand up comic. Yes, yeah. you're not like Kevin Hart or no. David Chappelle or, or Dave Chappelle or whatever. Yeah, you know you're not at that level, yeah. but you are a hundred percent a performer. Oh yeah, point. yeah. So what 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 is it like? You know, you know, going from that moment of, oh, this is what I want to do, and also seeing the greats, and also mm-hmm. trying to do it yourself the first time. What is that like? What is that like? Well, you see, actually performing. You everything goes, like everything you your heroes, everything's gone, but you and the audience. And you try to remember your jokes, and it's okay if you don't. But when you, when you have control, I don't know. It's like I'm a control freak, right? When you have control and you know what to do, and, and it like everything hits, it's more addictive than like well, anything. So what what was it like going on stage for the first time? Going on stage for the first time, I actually said this to the host. I was like, I hope I get booed. I really hope I get booed. What 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 was the what was the My mentality? Process? Was like, if yeah. I get booed, then I just like I don't want to. Then it's like confirmed that I don't have to comedy ever again, and I could focus on something else. But it's, but like if if I got booed, then I understood where I stood. But I didn't get booed. It was like a couple of laughs. Would you have preferred to get booed, or do you do you admire the couple of laughs you got? I admired the couple of laughs we got because eventually, when I was at the comedy caravan for the first time ever, I got everybody laughed. So what's what's something that makes you happy? We we already asked what's something that makes you angry, but what what me- what's something that makes you really happy? What makes me really happy is. I don't have to think about something and it's going to be okay. Like if I give us an example, like mm, if I'm just like hanging out and like ha- I have all my shit done, I don't have to worry about anything and I'm just hanging out and like having a blast 
having a clear mind is what makes me happy. Like all my all my checklist is done. She bit you. <laughs> she bit me, dog. Tell us the story. So it was it was at uh, Hagen's house. It was like a f- uh, party. It was like a Christmas party. So it was the first time I ever got drunk ever. And I was like drinking, and they 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 she learned that I didn't really kiss anybody. So I was like, I made out with her. I was like on a couch, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like enjoying it and stuff. And then she fucking bit my bottom lip. And she, no, when I say she bit me, I mean, on the inside of my lip, there were teeth marks. And that shit hurted. And I was like, what the fuck? And then when I woke up, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? You woke up with bite arms? Yes. On your lip? Yes. What? She bit me. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah, bro. And then I was in charge of the music of that night. I remember it was lit. What What do you think is the worst, but at the same time, the best thing about you? Worst and the best thing about me? Uh, when I'm... Okay, I keep saying when I'm in control, when I'm in control. But, like, when I'm in charge of, like, a situation and it's just for purely entertainment value... When I'm hogging all the spotlight, that's like my best. Because not my best and my worst. Because I don't let anybody else get a real chance to like say something entertaining. Like, yeah, I give them like five minutes, but then it's back to me saying some crazy shit, and then it gets everybody laughing and shit. Yeah, that's fair. Do you want to go into that more? Do you have a specific story? So they say. I have this thing in common with my like this my fraternity big where I hold the bong for longer than I need to, right? He holds the bong because he likes to talk a lot. I like to talk a lot too. Was it about work? No, no. Okay. I'm I'm trying to get I'm continue. Continue. Okay. So, it was it was uh he would hold the and then like he would talk about something random and I was like no I like to entertain but it's the same effect because he was trying to entertain people and so I was just like hey damn I do have that in common with him even though I don't like him and I feel like I've failed him because I was like I, I don't attempt to reach out to him anymore that's fair I don't because I was like I don't want to deal with you after we have that one argument and that so so wait, because I feel like maybe maybe I miss it, but I felt like you bled that in with the bit she bit me. She bit me. Thing, like I don't feel like we got the whole story with that. She bit me. Yeah, she bit like, me. Story? Like obviously you you woke up with with marks or whatever, mm-hmm. but but what, what what were the events leading up to? That? Why did that happen in the first place? How did I get to the party? Well, just just the whole thing. How did that even happen? You, so you show up to a party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You meet a girl. No, no, no. She no, no, bites no, your no, lip. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay, so that's what I want. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. There we go. So I get invited to this party, and I get like, I'm like, I've never like drank, drank before. I've had like a sip of vodka in high school because she said it was like Kool-Aid and stuff. And oh, like, okay. so this is one of your first time drinking. It was my first time drinking. <laughs> I wore oh, Chuck yeah, Taylors. And, and, okay, I'll explain that. So I get there. 
like, all right. So we're hanging out. And then I started drinking. I'm like, hell yeah. And then like earlier in the year, people learned how I didn't do anything in high school. And so they're like, yeah. And so she tells this girl and she comes over and she sits with me and we're like talking. And I'm like, look at her. And I'm like, uh. So I start making out with her and it's nice. I don't pop a boner because I'm fucking gone and whiskey dick. <laughs> and so after that, I was just like making out with her and she like, I was, I was DJing earlier, like playing all like bunch of hype shit back to back because I have a really good taste in music and people, people think that's an egotistical thing. It's a fact. What's just your musical prowess? Yes. <laughs> Eric, thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah. Go listen to his podcast, Everyday People, available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow him on Instagram at eric.entertainment.inc. Eric, anything you want to add or plug? Um, I just want to say that Raymond Minia is probably one of the better podcasts you haven't found, listened to yet. If you like, you got to spread the word about it. Um, listen to all american like i forgot my friends like i'm plugging i'm plugging a lot of people but yeah um this podcast is amazing and i'm just glad that i finally got on it okay for grandman media i am devin don't forget a new episode of thoughts from the mothership airs monday i'll see you next week